Hello, friends, and welcome back to another edition of the Punkcast. I'm your host, Robbie Calland, joined as always by my illustrious guests, Tom Fernelli and Chip Patterson of CBS Sports. Fellas, how are you doing on this Friday morning? Wonderful. Yeah, I'm great. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm actually pretty good, yeah. Um, Fantastic. Hey, Tom, happy Feast Week. Thank you, Chip. Happy Feast Week to you. I'm excited. Can't wait to lose like four hundred dollars. Yeah, the next five days. <laughs> this yeah, this next seven days is a it's a service. Okay, I contribute this money and I get all of this information and enjoyment that I will then use for the rest of the season. This is the week that determines what gifts my nieces and nephew get for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, there's some- like yarn. <laughs> I got a whole spool of it. I've My actually actually has gotten into like uh, crocheting or something. So like that actually could work for me. <laughs> um, that would be good. Uh, I, I could give, give you old Thunderbolt cables. If, uh, if Miami and Georgia end up going over one fifty three. <laughs> but if they stay uh, under, we're good to go. Do, do you kids like HDMIs? <laughs> you need some of I got punches. Like 37. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, nah, I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, obviously we're not going to do the, any of this on the show cause the games are all daily and college talking about college basketball on a podcast is tough, but, um, yeah, yeah. I fucking a, love, yeah, I, I love the next seven to eight days. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Um, we've got, uh, we, it's awesome. We're about to yo and for people who follow me on Twitter, just, just. Heads up, we're we're inching ever closer to dart season. So <laughs> I've been warming it up. Grand Slam this week. My guy yeah, Stowe Bunce, who looks like Tom, he's like the top American right now. First American to ever make uh, ever make the uh, quarterfinals, the Grand Slam. He looks like what if what if Tom was like an eccentric darts player. He looked like me if I fuck Guy Fieri. Yeah, it's great. It's really <laughs> incredible. Like instead of a beard, he just has like the really long like soul patch goatee, and then he wears really colorful clothes. It's great. Big fan. Uh, Stobunts, just a just a, a mountain of a man out there slinging slinging darts, uh, slinging ropes. He's just firing away. Uh, yeah, man. So just a just a fair warning for the for the tour folks. Dart season's coming. Um, I try, I try to keep it, keep it off until, till December. So, um, we do have a couple football games tonight, Tom, we need to, we need to workshop your Twitter tip, man. Uh huh. We do. We do. We do. Let's, uh, let's get into it. First game. So both games late 9 PM, 10 30, uh, again with the fucking late games on Friday, uh, South Florida is catching 16 and a half at Utah. 66 and a half is the total uh, in San Antonio. Here's my thought process here. Yeah. Because first of all, they're both late starts, but Colorado, Washington State starting at 930 my time. I'd kind of like to avoid putting the Twitter tip on that one. Uh, So I'm thinking a lot of reports about Jeff Trailer. Yep. Interviewing for A&M this week. I was thinking, thinking maybe the Bulls. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say or over because yeah, um, Bulls defense will uh, they'll do some Matador defense. Mm-hmm. Ironically, um, I could I could see Jeff Trailer wanting to run it up 
right? Like, you know, going for style points and I could see maybe Byron Brown getting a little loose with the Bulls offense. So I think Bulls are over would be the two ways to play it. All right. That's kind of what I was thinking at anyway. Problem is UTSA's defense is pretty decent, but I, I don't know. <clears throat> I was I was very upset because I took I mean, they ended up covering last week. I had UTSA minus 14 mm. against Rice because I knew Rice wasn't going to have JT Daniels. And they made that a lot tougher on themselves than it really needed to be. <laughs> Although, the, I'll say this, the Rice backup QB, not a, terrible. Okay. It's good to know. Good to know. Um, so, probably the Bulls on the Twitter tip. Mm-hmm. Back, you know, See, it. I'll just I'll just do it right now. Fire so it off. Well, is it? Can you wait for it to get to seventeen? You think that'll happen, or you think that with the trailer no, I rumors, think that most yeah. of this stuff on a Friday by now is kind probably of settled, little, probably I'm, settled I'm gonna, business. I'm going to do the over. Okay. Okay. Over. over lots of lots of ways to get home. Love those plays. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um. All right. So night's game is Colorado and Washington State. Loser uh, will not be bowl eligible. Uh, Colorado plus four and a half, 62 on the total. Under. Colorado's been a covering machine of late. Yeah, Colorado has covered three straight against pretty good teams, UCLA, Oregon State, and Arizona. Also against Oregon State and Arizona, they've been held under their season averages in terms of mm-hmm. offensive production. Buffs defense, not good, but they've at least jumped into that like middling range. Borderline competent. Yeah, and like they've they they're kind of frisky when it comes to takeaways. And Cam Ward yes. is so generous; he loves to turn the ball over. He is. Uh, where is he on the whoopsie daisy rate, Tom? Cam Ward, he's not in the top twenty. I know that. Okay, um, but he's not far off. Yeah, Washington yeah. State has one of the worst red zone conversion rates too. So, I I wrestled with this game a lot. I put I took Colorado on I took Colorado on the Locks podcast and I took the under on Early Edge today. So Robbie, I, I'm asking you for an underdog and an under. Take your pick. Why not both? Parlay. <laughs> Why not both of the parlay? The primetime parlay. Uh, the SGP pays out tons. <laughs> as long as we can get two sixty, that's all we care about. Um, why not? Why not toss them together? Wake up to winners, Colorado and the under. I mean, they're both. I mean, they're not the same team stylistically, but they're rate they're rated about the same. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's basically home game number. There's one and a half on the neutral, so makes sense. I like it. Um. Michigan. Hey, quick, minus, quick question. Should yeah, I go with the nihilist Twitter, tw- Tom's Twitter tip graphic, or should I go with the uh, he's probably thinking about other women Twitter tip graphic? Wait, what's the nihilist one? It's the it's uh, it's the scene from Big Lebowski where they mm. they break into his house in the bathroom and they're like, we believe in nothing. Trust the process. Oh, yeah. I think that one for if you're going with USF. Yeah, if, if, right, cool. yeah, if you're asking someone like to watch nihilist. some action. Yeah, man, I feel like it's that's some nihilist football. I feel sorry for anybody who might have thought that there was any kind of hidden message behind the ones that I choose. <laughs> no, it's just really just a it's just a vibe. It's a vibe. Yeah, it's a game, and I think the nihilist one. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's what I was. It's honestly a it's an art. 
Yeah. Yeah. All right. It is tweeted. Fantastic. Uh, Michigan is laying 19 and a half down the road from me in College Park. 49 and a half on the total. We're crying for for Harbaugh. See, I was originally on Maryland, and then the Harbaugh suspension thing just getting kind of, you know, whatever. But still, this is like – Chip Chip is on um, Maryland first half. Maryland first half plus ten and a half. Yeah. I don't hate that at all because I do think that, like, coming off the Penn State game and all the shit that happened last week, Mm. and you've got Ohio State looming next week, like – Michigan is still a team full of humans and they cry. They have emotions. Yeah. We are very well aware of that, but like, yeah. there's gotta be some kind of let downy kind of, you know, so you I don't think know. they're not going to be perfect think. all fucking year. They're not going to destroy everybody. They're going to have to struggle at some point. One would assume, um, also, this should be, should be Super Bowl for the Terps, right? Mm-hmm. Home game, Michigan. You're already bowl eligible, so you, like, there's a little bit of that stress taken off. Kind of a slow like start against. Uh, kind of a slow start against Purdue. Kind of a slow start against Indiana. Definitely slow start against Rutgers. It's like uh, you know what I thought of, Robbie. I was thinking of your Georgia opponent first quarter principle. Mm-hmm. Like sort of in that same feel, Maryland plus God, ten and a half. Last is week it sucked so bad? What? God, last week sucked so bad. Ole Miss scoring like twenty seconds into the second quarter. Yeah, <laughs> that's tough. It's the right side. Right side. It's okay. Sorry. Uh, just just opened up a little old wound there. It's okay. We'll be back this week. Um, yeah. No, I uh, I can dig that. I can dig. I can dig a first half. Ten and a half in the first half too. Come on. Yeah. 24-14 gets us home. What? You can't just be giving a turtle 10 and a half points in the first 30 minutes of a game. Absolutely not. Notoriously fast starters, turtles. <laughs> they are sprinters. <laughs> There's like a whole parable about it. <laughs> um, Louisville. Short one. Short one in Coral Gables. 46 and a half is a total. Louisville. Louisville. Stinky. Yeah. Stinky. Yeah, like I'm half expecting there to be like a whole bunch of injuries just announced out of nowhere. But like just a better football team. Yeah. And also and also Tyler Van Dyke's back. Like Yeah, and that's like no they, they, they benched him because he's got the yips. They yeah. he has no confidence, and now he knows his team doesn't believe in him. <laughs> and then Emory Williams breaks his arm or whatever, and now it's like, all right, hey guy, we completely gave up on last week. Go on in back in there. What was the quote chip? What did he say? He's like, I don't need football to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. That's always a good <laughs> you're always in a good space with your game when you talk about how your value is not tied to your sport. Like it's I think it's a good thing. Overall, it's, mental health-wise. overall, <laughs> mental health. But if you're saying it publicly, that means things are not going well. You know, like it's one of those things that I think athletes, it's good for them to figure that out. But that's one of those things you figure out in, in your own private space. Uh, anytime you start talking about that with the media, it, it probably means things aren't going well. I don't, think, I don't think anybody's ever been like at the top of their game and been like, yeah, but like my value is just not tied. 
That was, that, was, that was actually I remember. Don't you guys remember watching the uh, the the Bulls documentary? That was what Jordan was famously always saying. It's like, hey, yep. there's more important things. Yes. Well, listen, I'll say this. It's, it's not about winning and losing. That's that's a famous Michael Jordan quote. It's not about winning and losing. It's about well, how you say, play I the think game. generally, generally, it's probably a good idea to have uh, a little bit of a b- different perspective than Michael Jordan. Uh, well, he's a billionaire. Yeah. So. He's, really, he's, he's, he's an insane person. But uh, most of us can't pull that off. But yes, it does work well for playing sports. Uh, but yeah, no, it's like it's just not going well if you're if you're saying that. Anyway, Louisville. Uh, Rutgers is catching twenty and a half at Penn State. Forty and a half is the total. I I don't fucking know. They gave up. It's the strangest fucking thing. Like they gave up 22 points to Iowa, and I feel like Iowa did better offensively against them than like Penn State or not Penn State, but like Ohio State and a bunch of other teams. Like they have done a really good job of just completely suffocating everybody. But I think. Do you think it's because they they have a good secondary? No, and I pass th- rush or anything. Like, I, like honestly, like is it just like I don't. They just drop. They play two safeties deep the entire time, and they right. they force you to just go little play like five six yards at a time without fucking. Yeah, up, Iowa, which, Iowa fucking loves that shit. Yeah, and it's also well. It's also, they held them to what six points in the first mm-hmm. three quarters, and then like it all kind of. But I think more than anything, it wasn't Iowa's offense. It was just that Rutgers' offense couldn't do anything. That's so, nice. like, Iowa definitely just killed them in the field position thing. It's like Iowa was getting the ball at midfield every fucking time, whereas I, Rutgers is buried in its own 10. Yeah, that's that's, that's their experience was in his fucking so, bag. But I do, because, like, Penn State, like, I feel like they don't have the passing attack to really take advantage of what Rutgers does defensively to you. So I think Rutgers can hang around. I would probably take the under in this game more than anything, though. That sounds like a delight to me. Uh, yeah, I did not expect, um, did not see a world where I would get my alt under. Um <sighs> With with Iowa at twenty two points, we got there. That was mm-hmm. glorious. Um, Rutgers money line was not the right play. Hindsight, uh, it was you know like I said they were close for three quarters and then the dam yeah. broke. And, you know, uh, Monroe's catching thirty seven and a half in Oxford, sixty two and a half on the total. I love Monroe here. It's in the six pack this week. Do you? Mm-hmm. Ole Miss had its brain and heart shattered last week it can no longer pretend that it's one of the better teams in the sec and it has a chance to win the league or get to the college football playoff heartbroken now they get ulm this weekend while having afterwards to play the egg bowl five days later on a thursday so it's a short week Mm. they've had their season hopes pretty much destroyed Mm. and they've got one game left to play to feel good about themselves and jackson dart was banged up at the end of the georgia game they're just kind of banged up in general i think that Jackson Dart probably starts this game, but I'm guessing you will not see a whole lot of starters in this game for very long. I think they're just kind of going to, you know, we're just trying. This is a survival game. Get up 21 and cruise. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, listen, I've been I've been preaching Monroe's more competitive than their record all year. It's time. Warhawks. Uh, if not now, when? That's what I'm saying. 
Sprink- there's not even the money line to sprinkle. So. No. <laughs> I was. If there had been, I was going to jokingly use it on the pod. Is my money great. line sprinkle. Great. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma minus 24.5 at BYU. 57.5 is your total in Provo. I mean, Oklahoma. <sighs> but Oklahoma's been worse. On, like, they haven't been good on the road. And like we've talked, like BYU's different team in Provo. Yeah, I know it's the the new Big Twelve team principal, but I think that's starting to we're seeing, seeing a little bit of that get shaken up of late. This is going to be uh, breakfast ball in Provo. Mm-hmm. Ten a.m. Yeah, I'm. A, I think I'm just going to abstain from this. One. Yeah, because BYU can't score. That's mm-hmm. that's my concern is that in yeah. taking to even even holding a 24 and a half point lead to start the game, I don't know how many more points BYU can add to 24. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to steer clear of this one. I can see a lot of outcomes here and I don't like that if I'm going to bet it. Uh, Tulane minus nine and a half at FAU 46 and a half on the total in Boca. I like FAU. Yeah. Tulane's wobbly. Yeah. Fucking around. Yeah, fucking wobbly. around. You don't just walk in to Howard Schnellenberger Stadium. And whatever it is. And FAU's been erratic. Mm hmm. But like kind of sexy erratic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really <laughs> bad decision. <laughs> and you're going to regret it, but it'll be fun. Yeah, like you're looking at FAU and you're like, oh, I don't know where this night's going to go, but I, I kind of want to find out. In that sense, very Boca. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's why Lane was so happy there. Yeah, man. Just, just the right kind of chaos. All right. Owls? Um, That's not a parking lot at that bar. That's a boat slip. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Michigan State plus three and a half at Indiana, 47 on the total. <clears throat> um, give me the Hoosiers. Okay, we're laying three and a half with Indiana. I, I wrote about it in big time this week. I saw it firsthand last week. Since they got rid of Walt Bell, <clears throat> their offensive numbers across the board are all improvements, and they don't seem like drastic improvements, but the key context is two of the five games they have played with Rod Carey as their offensive coordinator have been against Penn State and Michigan. And their offensive numbers have still improved quite a bit over where they were previous to that. And I think that they've kind of just, they were going back and forth between Taven Jackson and Brendan Soresby at QB all year. They've Mm -hmm. settled on Soresby. I think he's a perfectly adequate Big Ten kind of, you know, non-elite team quarterback. So... I think Indiana, like especially Michigan State, got that, you know, they, they got crushed last week by Ohio State. They got their win two weeks ago. I mean, I don't know. I think the Spartans are probably just at this point ready for the year to be over. Indiana, at least, you know, they can't get to a bowl, but they're playing better. So, and they're at home. I think this is their senior day because I think they're at Purdue next week for the mm-hmm. Old Oaken Bucket. So, mm-hmm. give me the Hoosiers. <sighs> oh, okay. Hold on a second. Chris Partridge has been relieved of his duties as member of the Michigan football staff. Huh. 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 Hey, listen, 
He's jumping. Huh. He's jumping on it. Huh? That 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 big M on that sword. He's gonna fall on it. Well, there's a very good defensive line coach on the market. <laughs> <laughs> Alabama assistant or linebackers coach. I'm sorry. He'll be he'll be somebody's somebody's analyst soon. Correct. Um, that was how Rashawn Gary came, right? Wasn't he from New Jersey? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yes, he was. Rashawn Gary, just a delightful nerd who's also he a was wrecking machine. Malls yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Purdue's laying three in Evanston. Forty-nine and a half on the total. Wildcats, David Braun bump. Disrespecting the kitties. I mean. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I think our friend home. Hey, listen. I think our friend um, Road Raj, Northwestern graduate. I forgot exactly what the the way he put it together, but basically portraying the idea that for the longest time, it it was like, how could anybody but Pat Fitzgerald win? Like what Pat Fitzgerald has done here is amazing. And if he ever goes away, we'll never be good again. And David Braun in one year, he's like, all right, cool. Let's go. Oh, oh you want to make bowl games? Yeah, we can make bowl games. All right. Yes. <laughs> but here is, here is something to consider. Braun is new. Who is the rest of that staff? Were oh, I, I think it's more for like the optics. Like I, yeah. I, I took it as Northwestern football fans like really had it in their head that Pat Fitzgerald was the only ah, path okay. to, you know, like so that this, he was the savior figure. And I, I think that um, even if his staff members remain, I think that just the optics of it are probably good for Northwestern football fans to move on beyond all this. Yeah. I just don't know how many of those guys are going to stay. Probably Both not. from maybe Braun wanting to bring in his own people now that it's his, his place. you know, it's his place, but also a lot of the people on that staff were, you know, part, not part happy the... with, no, not even that. They just weren't oh, happy yeah. with the decision to get rid of Fitzgerald. So I don't yeah. know how many are going to stick around if they have other opportunities. Yeah. So I don't know. It's always weird. It's always difficult to like make that decision of keeping the interim when, when you exceed expectations. Yeah. yeah. Cause it could go a lot of different ways. Yeah. I do understand it at a place like Northwestern though. Like, especially because, like, it's not just, I don't know, like, especially the way the last couple of years have gone. Like, it, it, they look, like, I understand just going with the guy who has the team looking, like, competent. You know, mm-hmm. like, they're not just, like, they looked fucking aimless and awful for a couple of years there. And so, like, I, I, I get it, and, like, but like, you're, you're right. Like, sometimes it's a weird bump, and then it never – because we don't know how he recruits. We don't know how any of that stuff that matters. Oh, I do think it means you're success. fired in four years. <laughs> Most likely. I mean, the inter- is Dabo one of the only true interim and, like, keeps it running through, uh, say, four or five years? How long was uh, how long was O at LSU? Only like two more seasons. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, no, it might O might have gotten four or five years in by the yeah, end of it. O but was there for a little bit, but yeah. <laughs> that went well. It just yeah. in inherently the the boosters, the university leadership. Like yeah. you're just you're gonna get it, the first sign that it's not going well, you're gonna get antsy to do the search that you didn't do the last time. Yeah. Uh, all right, so Chip and I like the kiddies. Tom, not so sure. Yeah, I'm not so sure. And plus, not Purdue's so looked sure. Purdue looked feisty. I just, I don't trust Purdue. How dare you not trust Purdue? It's basketball season. Purdue, the FAU of the Big Ten. <laughs> I mean, they're just going to throw Zach Eady out there, and what's fucking Northwestern going to do? <laughs> Zach Eady, red zone target. Why it. not? Why I not? Mean, he's got the eligibility. He's already on scholarship somewhere. Let's go. Throw him out there. Seriously, why not? Why wouldn't you? That, that this is, you know, the this is the problem with all these coaches making so much money because they're terrified to lose their jobs for trying crazy shit. Try some crazy shit once in a while. That is some stuff that would have happened back seven. in the day. You got a three seven, seven foot two man on your Four. basketball team. Have he's three hundred something pounds. Who's gonna cover him? Just send him out wide when you're in the red zone. Let him walk five yards, and your quarterback just chuck it up in the air. Boom. Play over. All right, Tom, fair point, but I've got a question for you. Do you think that Zach Eady has that dog in him? Oh, yes, for sure. No, I don't. I don't at all. I was about to say, (laughs) because guess what I've watched as Zach Eady has put together a long and very successful college career is a couple of matchups a year. Most of the time, you know, he's, he's he's got that edge. He's dominating. But there's always a couple of big men maybe three or four season mm-hmm. that will very much reveal that he's, he does not have as much dog in him as the opponent. The problem with being a young seven foot giant is that you grow up without playing against a whole lot of other seven foot giants. Correct. So the sport becomes kind of easy. And then you run into another seven foot giant eventually. And you're like, I have no idea what I'm supposed to do with this guy. Cause there've been yep. so many good big men in the big 10 in recent years that we've gotten some clashes some clashes mm-hmm. of the, the King Kong Godzilla. Yeah, there have been a lot of bad ones, too, but he left for Kansas. <laughs> the J.J. Reddick of 2023. <laughs> I love just taking Hunter Dickinson shots for no reason. No, but like now they're doing the column. Like Hunter Dickinson embraces villain role leading Kansas. But the, to be a villain, you have to have actually accomplished something. Like you have to be a threat. You're not a threat. You're just a dude with a Twitter account. Shut up. Marshall Henderson did not accomplish a lot, but he was a villain. (laughs) Dickinson going to go to the grave, never having beaten Illinois. Actually, that's what I'll do. I'll start calling him the Marshall Henderson of college basketball. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, JJ Reddick is to respect JJ Reddick. Yes. (laughs) To be perfectly honest. I'll tell you, man, JJ Reddick, phenomenal wasn't he was more of a villain with just like how he, he would just crush your dreams with a hot streak over eight minutes in a basketball game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, JJ, JJ had some dog in him too. Mm-hmm. JJ had. Yeah. Uh, Southern Miss is catching 14 and a half in Starkville. 46 and a half is the total. Southern Miss. Yeah. Southern Miss. They've actually been playing really well the last couple of weeks, and now Mississippi State just fired its coach, and also kind of like Ole Miss, they've got the Egg Bowl to look forward to is the only thing that could really salvage a dog shit season. 
How about a little Monroe, Monroe Southern Miss <laughs> combo play? That's speaking to me. Moneyline parlay. Might just, might just toss a little 37 and a half and 14 and a half together and see where we go. Can you imagine the vibes around the Egg Bowl if somehow both, both teams lost. were coming off a loss? <laughs> Even if both teams are coming off like a 10-point win. <laughs> no, no, it's got to be a loss. That would just be gross. Uh, Coastal's laying the short three and a half at Army, 42 and a half on tow. Coastal. Coastal. Keep riding with them. We're riding Ooh. the waves Ooh, into the coast. Right. Uh, ECU plus two and a half at Navy, 30.5 is your total in Annapolis. American, the U.S. Navy has had a lot of problem with pirates in its history, so give me ECU. Uh, principles. Principles. ECU's also had a lot of trouble with Navy. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just... They've played a lot. ECU, like it used to be, let's see, let me see if I can pull up the series history real quick. Like that's one of those games where when I'm talking to a bunch of ECU grads, they'll just real quick be like, oh man, we never play well against Navy. Oh, is no. Mike Houston in any kind of trouble? I don't uh, think he should be. I'm just wondering if he is. I think the fans are super angry. I haven't heard yet from anybody that I would say is not just like base level fan that he's in trouble. Cool. Cause I mean, it's like, you know, that, that program was in a pretty bad spot before he got there. It's like, I I think he's allowed one kind of like reset year. Right. And that's the thing is because they built, they built, they built, they got, what was it? Bowl game, bowl win was kind of like the peak to build up there eight wins. And then now they've dropped back down. I think that, I think he's allowed he, – he goes into next year with job pressure. I wouldn't say hot seat, but job pressure. He's, he got smoked by Navy in 2019. The last three have all been decided by four or fewer. I believe Navy is two and one in those. Pirates. Let's go with them. Uh, I love that. That total is beckoning as well. ECU's gone under 30 uh, in their last two games. Um, under 30? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, dude. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, all right, so uh, like, yeah, here's a, that's another thing. 22-7 is... and 13-10. So, okay. Keaton Mitchell's out there. Where was Keaton Mitchell last year? Playing for ECU. Like, mm-hmm. Holt Naylor's was like a seven-year starter. Greenville zone. Like, of course, there's going to be a little bit of a reset. You had legitimate NFL talent, experienced quarterback, and now you've got to start over. So can I just can we talk about media bias for a minute? Sure. Total in this game is what 30 and a half, 31? Mm-hmm. 30.5. This was a Big Ten game. Everybody would know the total in this game. But no. What's happening in the American with the with the troops? Oh, we don't bring that up. <laughs> That's why we're gonna take the under here. Nobody's talking about it. Also, seriously, like can we just also talk to two seconds about how we've just got totals in the low thirties every single week now, and it's not even causing anybody to blink an eye anymore. No, we just take them. I think it's, I think it's the nostalgia. It's really weird. It did kill the under, uh, the under in the forties for your shorties drop. Yeah. Uh, put a real damper on that. But, uh, look, I mean, I think we're, 
Getting back to basics a little bit. Yeah, it, like it also it also goes to and Chip and I talked about this a couple weeks ago. Like it go it. This is the QB crisis. Mm-hmm. We have a quarterbacking crisis across every level of football right now. Nobody is like these quarterbacks aren't developing as fast as defenses are right now. What are you gonna they, do about it, Joe Biden? Yeah, fucking, we're out here doing nothing. Uh, we're gonna have to look. We had to start getting our punters from Australia. Where are we gonna have to start getting quarterbacks from? You're out here talking to the Chinese president guy you should be back home fixing your quarterback problem fucking fucking teaching kids about cover two and cover three come on the the education system of this country is failing our quarterbacks listen nobody knows coverages they're getting taught keys (laughs) then everybody transfers so they go to a new system where they don't know the verbiage they got different things they're supposed to look for but all they've been taught is the keys in their system Chinese are going to be better than us in football, too. Listen, it's coming. All right? I would love. We got to get our boys back on track. You know Yao Ming's son is going to go in the NFL Hall of Fame one day. It's just going to happen. And it'll be all your fault, Joe Biden. I mean, I watched Jake Browning have to play an NFL football game last night. (laughs) Ah, uh, fuck yeah! I mean, I'll- <laughs> how are we? How are like, Chip and I did this a couple weeks ago? But like, now that Tom's here, like, how is every NFL team like one injury away from a quarterback I used to purposefully bet against <laughs> at the college level? Two reasons. Starting. Two reasons. One, the salary cap. I I understand. Two. Two, when you lose your starting QB, if it's like for any considerable length of time, you just go into tank mode. So it's like you actually having a bad backup quarterback is better than having a good quarterback. <laughs> the way the way that these front that offices approach things now. But how is that how you do it with a contender this late in the season? That's what I don't understand. But I mean, who's available that they could get? Like, uh, seriously, Joe Flacco is working out with the Browns right now. Well, I mean, like, but I don't understand how it's like, how are like the Jacoby Brissett's on the fucking commanders? Because the commanders didn't have a starting quarterback. Like the good backups end up to places where they have a shot to earn the gig. Yeah. Yeah. I just, part of it is also, I just don't understand how we don't have 60 decent quarterbacks in the country. <laughs> it's really hard. That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know. I like very hard position to play unless you're getting a lot of reps. So when you're a backup, it's really hard to be fresh and sharp. Because you're not getting reps, but it's yeah, um, yeah. I was also I thinking know. about how coaches do like their joystick quarterbacks, and mm-hmm. the best quarterback play isn't always the joystick quarterback. No, it's just like, what happened no. to the Matt Schaub's? My That's best. what I want to know. Who killed the Matt Schaub's? <laughs> just come guy. in and get you some wins. Manage the game. Isn't Jacoby Brissett that guy? Yeah, he is. But we only got like one or two. You want to have you want water? You want to fix the QB problem? Have a separate QB salary cap. Have a salary cap for your entire roster except for quarterbacks, and then have a set number you could spend on quarterbacks. That'd be great, actually. Mm -hmm. There you go. Because then you're not incentivized to go as cheap as possible on your quarterback. Mm -hmm. But teams, I think front offices still will do it because, again, I think. 
the way everybody is so wired across sports right now is, well, if you can't win it, just try to lose every game possible. Yeah. So stupid. Mm-hmm. Especially in the league. Thanks, where, Biden. Especially in a league like the like uh, the NFL now, where like what half your teams make the playoffs? Yeah, pretty much, except for the Bears. Well, the Bears don't make the playoffs. Well, the Bears don't make the playoffs, but we know that. Um, yeah. Anyway, I digress. But, you know, last night my bets in the game were Lamar over his rushing total over, which hit, and I also had Lamar anytime TD, which didn't. But my other actual bets were. The Mark Andrews over receiving. Whoops. And Tyler Boyd over three and a half receptions because I figured after that drop last week, Joey B was going to, you know, get his boy feeling good. And of course, Tyler Boyd had three catches in the first half when Burrow was in and no catches (laughs) after Burrow left the game. (laughs) I bet bet Tyler Boyd hasn't been with the twos very often uh, to, to build some rapport. So I just I watched all my bets literally die on the field or in Burrow's case on the sideline as he collapsed oh, to his knees. <laughs> that was that was tough to watch. It was tough. Just just drop the football mid mid motion. Uh, anyway, <sighs> thanks for indulging me on that again. Uh, SMU minus eight and a half at Memphis. Sixty five is the total. They can't keep getting away with it. Yeah, Memphis has been fucking around. I mean, I don't know if you saw the end of Breaking Bad, Chip, but Jesse ends up chained in a lab and and, <laughs> and they Walt get away with it. Gets away with it. So, I mean, he dies, but Walt gets away with it. So Memphis. It's a lot of points at home. I mean, SMU is considerably better than yeah. Memphis, but. That does not matter when Memphis is involved. Just mucking it up. Dude, it has been uh, a bananas. They are, they are the epitome of play to your opponent. <laughs> uh, UMass catching 27 and a half at Liberty Biberty. 63 and a half is total Liberty. No, UMass. UMass? Yeah. Don't be sleeping on the Minutemen. Mm. I don't know about that. I pass. Yeah, pass. pass. All right, fine. You'll, that's more money for me. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. More money for <laughs> me. <laughs> App State plus nine at the Dukes. 56 and a half until. Got an angry Dukes team. Yeah, Dukes. Uh, Kent State plus 12 and a half at Ball State, 41 and a half on total. Ball State, I, listen, Kent State is dog doo-doo, but Ball State should not be favored by double digits against anybody. You really should have told that to the Florida man who lost a million dollars on Kent State the first day that Hard Rock <laughs> Bet was back open. <laughs> that was Brian Windhorst. Just went, he was just down in Miami covering a game and had to let it fly on his flashes. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not investing in that. I, Tom's right, but I'm not investing in that. Uh, self-care Saturday, not taking Kent State plus points. LaTeX plus 8.5 at Jacksonville State, 54.5 on total. Jack State. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I'm probably, anything, but. 
Yeah, because like I don't know, Jack State offensively, I don't know if I trust him to cover that much on the road. That's at home. Yeah. Oh, it's at home. Yeah. Oh, and then Jack State. Yeah. You're asking bad football team Louisiana Tech to lose by double digits. Yeah, that's that's not hard to do at all. Yeah. <laughs> Great. They've, they've they've got that in the arsenal. <laughs> they've, mastered, they've mastered that one. <laughs> uh, UTEP plus seven and a half in Murfreesboro, forty-seven and a half on total. No thanks. Um, Blue Raiders. Blue Raiders. Yes. I mean, yes. Dana Dimmel is very much on uh, the coaching death's door. Fuck yes. We hadn't talked about that game at all this week, Tom. I'm so glad you're on that board with that one. <laughs> Middle a, Tennessee's uh, coming off that big win over what over the dog shit team they played last <laughs> week. I can't remember who it was. Just yeah. They just uh, middle about, middle just started with a bunch of really tough games, and now that it's playing the like easier teams on its schedule, starting to you know get its legs under it again. How do we feel about a uh, a two p.m. can't watch it on TV money line parlay of uh, Duke's Jack State and uh, Blue Raiders? They, I think it's all on Plus. Well, yeah, I know, yeah. but like I'm not opening a new app to watch these games. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, they kicked the shit out of FIU. Yeah, so but we're, they, going, we're going with those three in the money line parlay. They pushed Liberty Biberty. They lost a rock fight to New Mexico State, and then they kicked the shit out of FIU. I mean, that's what I that's that's when you're just getting a little bit better every single week. <laughs> lose uh, big, Hawaii, lose small, win small, win big. That's what I'm seeing. Hawaii's catching 13 and a half in Laramie. 46 and a half is the total. It's going to be windy in Laramie. It's true. It is. Wonder. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention Northwestern Purdue is a wonder as well. What the fuck? Yeah, my bad. What the fuck? I got so lost in the interim coach conversation. We've got, don't worry, we've got two more wonders that we haven't gotten to yet. That's 49 and a half, too. That's high. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what do we got in the, do you have numbers for Laramie or, or are we just? 46 under. Yeah. Well, I was just wondering, like, wind, wind numbers. Uh, it's uh, only 12 miles an hour, mm, which, again, for Laramie. That's light. That's light. Shit, Laramie, but, that's light. That's a breeze. Also, it, like, come on, are you t- what's the, what's the temp? It's gonna be like forty eight, I think. Yeah, it's forty oh, high forties. Those, those the island boys, island boys, island boys gonna be. That's a that's a tough environment. Yeah, I I would just even think like air density. You know, I mean, just the whole atmospheric uh, impact thin, on the bows. Thin air. Yeah. Uh, thin air, little breeze, little brisk. I think it's gonna be tough for Hawaii. You know, studies uh, show men think about air density two thousand three hundred times a day. I think about it a lot. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, Rice minus two and a half at Charlotte, 47 and a half. We talked about it. Rice, uh, decent backup. Yeah. Over. Oh, uh, TFT. Mm hmm. Let's go. I don't, oh, I don't know about the TFT this week. <laughs> Eight and a half. Eight and a half. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like Arkansas might be, uh, yeah. Might be quit, quit time. Yeah, we might. Might, may, might be time to retire it. Arkansas might be joining the monastery. Yeah, <laughs> they might be with the... Yeah. Yeah, maybe we're... Who are they playing this week? FIU. 
FIU. It's a repulsive game. And also, shout out to Brett McMurphy on this one. He wrote about this uh, in in like his whatever his like weekly column is on Action Network. But apparently, Rod Gilmore's become the Grim Reaper. Like yes. Rod Gilmore games, the coach comes out getting fired, including last week he called the Mississippi State Texas A and M game where they both got fired. And <laughs> guess guess what game he's on? Arkansas FIU. FIU. Also, I'm not teasing Arkansas down to 23 and a half. Get the fuck out of here. The TFT was not built for fucking 30 point favorites. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Defeats the purpose. Get the fuck out of here. Okay. Uh, All right. Just, I'm moving on. Utah plus one at Arizona. There is no total on BetMGM for some reason. Ooh, weird. Uh, Arizona. Wonder. About 45 and a half. It just popped back up. It's going to be windy in Tucson. Uh, yeah, I like Arizona as well. But I just, it's, I don't know. This is another, Arizona has been much better at home. Utah, I feel like, has, they had a really good quarter against Washington, but I don't think they were good outside the second quarter in that game. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. They're kind of fooling some numbers here. That one point seems awful short. Yeah. Uh, Utah just historically different team on the road. Uh, mm-hmm. Cincy plus six and a half at West Virginia, 54 and a half on total. Pass. Could like, could Neil Brown like start off really hot, save his job and then lo- finish like with losing his last four games and get fired anyway? Yes. All right. We'll bet on that then. Uh, Cincinnati. Plus 200. <laughs> Money lap. Uh, Especially Duke. now that Jimbo's on the market. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Like West Virginia, like they had to cut a whole bunch of stuff because of money, right? Mm-hmm. What if Jimbo's just like, guys, I'll coach for free for a couple years. <laughs> I got $75 million I coming got by it. way. I, I mean, it, we can rebuild the libraries and it'll be That's the Jimbo Fisher library. Jimbo comes home. Joe Manchin steps down. Jimbo takes over the West Virginia football program that eventually wins a seat in the Senate. <laughs> I want that timeline. <laughs> Imagine just Jimbo on the center floor. All right, guys, I got to get this one. Yes, I can. <laughs> you know how many hours I've spent listening to Jimbo Fisher talk? Absolutely. I've been ever, I've been from Florida to Texas, West Virginia. I've seen everything we need to see in this country. I tell you, I've seen the American people. <laughs> and just in his boots. <laughs> I love it. What do you think the national championship plaque is doing at the Jimbo Fisher household? Oh, it's in the trash. Yeah. Right next to the Christmas tree. (laughs) Uh, Duke minus three and a half at Virginia. Forty six and a half is the total in Charlottesville. Virginia. Ooh. The whoopsie daisy king, (laughs) Anthony Calandria, will be starting yet again this week. The agent of chaos. Anybody, you can't. You can be all smart on defense all you want, but throw a little chaos in the mix and it won't matter. Yeah. The, jo- it, the jocker. All right. So first step on this was like Mike Elko might actually be a wizard with how he's been able to keep this season from free falling. Like we were talking about Duke being a five win team with Riley Leonard going into the year. Like, oh, I think they're still going to be pretty good, but their schedule's so tough. And like they're six and four. They are favored here. They could potentially finish as a seven-win team. I think that uh, what he's done is awesome, so I, I was leaning towards Duke that way. But 
big reload the musket game after losing in double overtime to North Carolina late Saturday night. So maybe Virginia first half. North Texas reload the Tony musket game. There it is. Yeah. Mean Green minus two and a half at Tulsa, 69 and a half as total. This no pass. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, no, that's just Temple, pl- Temple plus seven at UAB, 63 and a half. Pass. Self care Saturday. No. <laughs> I mean, uh, we are truly like, when you get to the, this point of the season, first of all, just in general, this week of games is terrible. Rough. <laughs> like, this is got to be the worst week it's always pre rivalry week is always it's but man when you get to this point and it's like they're like the teams with absolutely nothing to play for just like two terrible teams those are both games between three and seven teams all four of those teams are three and seven the fuck are we doing doing their duty because it's on a schedule and they have to right they have to show up no thanks self-care saturday uh wolfpack Two words plus eleven and a half in Fort Collins. Uh, Forty six and a half is the total. Nope. Now give me Colorado State, man. They've got a chance to just blow somebody up. Yeah, uh, listen, Tom loves Colorado State. I wouldn't step in he front does. of that. I do. I've, I really I've do. No, I've noticed that of late. Uh, Texas State minus three and a half at Arkansas State. Fifty nine and a half. Spav Boy Saturday over. Doesn't this <laughs> scream over? What's the number? Sixty seven. 59 and a half. Oh, yeah, over. Over. (laughs) Anything below 60 is an automatic fire there. Texas State and Arkansas State? For real? Oh, I can't believe I hate that, but let's do it. Uh, Georgia minus 10 and a half at Tennessee. 58 and a half is total. Vols first quarter. Georgia team total over 34 and a half. It's a good one. I'm on the dogs. PTO. PGA full game. I'm just going to keep doing Vols first quarter, Georgia full game. It was so close last week. We're going to get home. I believe it. Uh, but, yeah. No, Georgia's just, just mowing people down now. Carson Beck's good. Mm-hmm. Carson Beck's good. Uh, Illinois plus three at Iowa, 32 and a half. Money line. Illinois. Big. Bad John Paddock. No Cooper DeGene. Yeah, Come that's, on. that's yeah, the that's deal breaker for me. Illinois can suddenly sling the ball all over the field and Iowa won't have DeGene. Come on, guys. Gummo. Gummo. And Illinois' defensive weakness right now is in its secondary. It's playing Iowa. Come on, guys. Come on. <laughs> let's let's think this through. All right. Plus 130. Illinois, alternate team total over 49 and a half. All right. All right. Let's pump the brakes. You're going to put more points on Iowa Saturday than the rest of the Big Ten has all season. Kirk Ferentz is going to retire on the spot. He's going to be so embarrassed after what the Illini do to his boys. He's going to be like, my boys. You massacred my boys. Wake plus 24 and a half at Notre Dame. 46 and a half on the total. This feels like a wake game, doesn't it? Like Notre Dame is just, I don't know. Notre Dame's not trustworthy at 24 and a half. Yeah, like if it was under 24, I'd probably lead Notre Dame, but. That's mm, too mm. many damn points. Too many damn points. Wake revenge game against Sam Hartman? That's, like, what, 
That's that's what's going on here, which means it's messy. I don't want any part of it. Like Notre Dame finishes with Stanford this year, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, on, their season's on the, done. The last game of the Pac-12 network. Yeah, so like this is because like Notre Dame, yeah, their schedule was so front loaded, and it was so emotional early in the year. And then you get to this back half now, especially coming off the loss to Clemson, where you've got Wake and Stanford. I just feel like these guys are going to be like, all right, let's see what New Year's Six Bowl we're going to get put in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, UNC plus seven and a half at Clemson, 59 and a half on the total. Over. I mean, number one, it's a North Carolina football game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even if Dabo wants to be at his most conservative running the football, you know who you can just run right through? North Carolina's defense. (laughs) I think North Carolina's offense is really good. Like, we'll be able to get us, uh, we'll be able to get us into the high 20s minimum. I I am not betting this, and I understand how power ratings work, but I do feel like more than a touchdown is asking a whole lot of this Clemson team that I have seen this year. Like, that is, I'm not saying they can't do it, but okay. Oh, I I think North Carolina's frisky. Money. I bet this is going to be a very popular money line at plus two twenty with the ranked team. Uh maybe. I mean, it's also cl- it's just, just from the public. Clemson looked bad enough in some spots. Might not be the wrong side though. Don't hate it. Uh, best uniform matchup of the year: UCLA plus six and a half at USC, sixty-five and a half on the total in the Coliseum. USC. Uh, Chip Kelly is fired. Pretty much. Not yet. But he will be. But he will be. Probably. I will say, if anything, UCLA plus 210 on the money line, it would be really fucking funny if (laughs) if they've already decided to fire him and then he beats USC. Right? Doesn't, I mean. It would be, yes. I mean, also, this is USC's last game of the season. Yeah, because there's the way their schedule works. Like they were originally, because I can't. It's like because they're on like a quarter system instead of a semester, so they're they always have like the very early buy, and then they play like ten games in a row, and then they have a very late buy. But the buy this year was supposed to be a game against BYU next week, but BYU mm. backed out of that game once they joined the Big Twelve. Mm, gotcha, so, gotcha. yeah, this is the last. This is the last game of for Caleb Williams with the Trojans in all likelihood. Um, it would be funny. That's all I'll say. I, I agree on everything else. The only thing standing in the way is they would be funny principal. Yeah, I really like the UCLA defense. I really, really do. But you're going to have to win this game. If you're UCLA, you're going to have to score at least 24 points. They, their quarterback, yeah. yeah, their quarterback situation is a catastrophe. Uh, NC State plus two and a half at Vatech, 42 and a half is total in Blacksburg. <laughs> no. Yeah. Pass. Under, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Sure. I mean, it has dropped already a field goal from where it opened. Chip line value. Yeah. Uh, Baylor plus 12 and a half at TCU, 58 and a half is total. Ugh. What the fuck? I would, you know, if you're betting anything in this game, take a TCU alt line. Don't don't bet the reg. Yeah, don't bet the regular spread. Just bet it like minus nineteen and a half or something. 
Cajuns plus 15 and a half at Troy, 47 and a half on total. Does Troy already have the spot locked up? Let's see. I don't think so, but that's just something to consider. Because if they do, we could see a situation where they're... I mean, they're not going to get a New Year's Six spot, so... Troy... Uh, I kind of like under. Let's see. Yeah, if Troy does shut it down, their under is looking great. Yeah, they've got a two-game lead on everybody. I'm just trying to... Who was their loss to? Their loss was to James Madison, right? Yeah, Yeah, they're good. Okay, then yeah, they've clinched the division. Under 47 and a half. And this is the NFL Network Game of the Week. You're fucking right. Uh, UNLV plus three at Air Force, 47 and a half. Rebels. Rebels. Yeah. We got a broke it. We got a blown up engine on the Falcon. Yeah, right dude, now. we are down to auxiliary engines and our landing gear is busted. It's not good. Listen. Listen. It's, uh, what is it, the F- F-35? I don't B- know. Billion dollar plane that can't fly? <laughs> Here we are. Thanks, Biden. <laughs> Uh, Bearcats plus t- with a K plus 12 and a half at Western Kentucky 53 and a half on top. Same Bearcats. Same. Yeah. Hottest team in the country right now. Hit it for us last week. Uh, Minnesota plus 27 and a half at Ohio State 49 and a <laughs> half is total in the shoe. Pass. I mean, yeah, it's ugh. like, no yeah, uh, no. Uh, Ducks minus 24 and a half in Tempe 53 and a half on total. Who was who was Kenny Dillingham's best man? It's Dan Lanning. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, yeah, friendship. Yeah, friendship. Uh huh. Did that. I show you my newest Twitter follower? Who is it? I tweeted that video of Lanning on the video at the uh, doing the thing about how he's going to be at Oregon. Just you know, saying it's like I'm not leaving. I'm happy here. I don't need the money. I'm going to raise my kids here. Blah blah blah. And I just tweeted. I said, that, uh, "That's it. You know, I'm, I'm a I'm a Dan Landing guy now. I will I will defend him against anything, probably even murder." <laughs> and five minutes later, Dan Landing followed you on Twitter. <laughs> oh yeah, Tom. Tom's gonna get some scoops. So it's like that. If that's kids, if you want college football coaches to follow you on Twitter, just publicly state you will defend them against a murder charge. <laughs> yes, because they're not gonna commit murder, but they will commit crimes. Yes. And they and might like, commit murder. Let's be the, real. Well, and they, sure. Uh, Brian Kelly's not walking through that door. Um, but, you know, like if they know the lines murder, then like they definitely know. Like, mm-hmm. then they're cool. Yeah. They need, they need people in their corner for that. Uh, Oklahoma State minus six and a half at Houston, 58 and a half on the total. Over. New Mexico State plus 24 and a half at Auburn, 48 and a half on total. New Mexico State. Give me that shit. They're actually good, good, good and good Auburn's got team. the Iron Bowl looming. Yep. A good football team. Uh, UCF plus two and a half at Texas Tech, 59 and a half on total. Pass. Hold on, let me check something real quick. Was this a wonder? I can't remember. Jesus Christ. Oh no! Oh no! All the winds are gonna be blowing through West Lubbock. All right. 
That's gross, but all right. <laughs> oh shit! All right. I was we'll gonna say it. I knew there was one more, and I was like, "It says, like, wait, was Jesus that the one?" Right. <laughs> uh, Marshall plus ten and a half in Mobile, forty-seven and a half on top. Pass. Marshall. Wait, Pass. what was the? Marshall ten and a half against the South Alabama. South Alabama Jaguars. Yeah, I don't know if South Alabama is good enough to cover 10 and a hook. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of points, but I just passed. 5 p.m. kick on, I'm sure, ESPN+. Plus. Charles Huff needs to... He, he needs something. He, need, he needs to have some better results for uh, for Coach and Silly season. Why is it that, like, on the ESPN Plus app, like, Dude, the you games can't find the game. They're buried under FCS games yes. and like volleyball like, and shit. Yeah, like the ACC network game and the SEC network game are always, you have to flip through like a thousand FCS Dude, or Sunbelt kind I of went, games. I went to try to watch the end of, I don't know, I had something and I needed to sweat it because somebody was kicking a field goal and like, I it was like 18 games of scrolling. Yes. Yes. And I'm like, what the? Like, I'm scrolling past, like, fucking Ivy League football, and I'm like, can we can we fix the UI here? Because, like, you can't, you, you can't even go to, like, it's just, it's just like, here's everything that's happening live right now. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you'll, like, think that you're maybe at a game, and you'll get tricked because you'll be like, is this game this weekend? And it's, like, volleyball. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, Florida LSU. When did that happen? No, no, that's softball. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, like, did I miss that this game was happening? Why is this on ESPN Plus? Uh, anyway, yeah, fix your UI. Old Dominion plus six at Georgia Southern, sixty-two and a half on total. Ugh. I think Southern, if anything, but. No. George Southern's not been great. No, I'm just two game losing streak. Uh, Where the is ACC, the game? Wait, you said the game's at Southern. It is in Statesboro. Oh, give me give me Southern. They're five and yeah, 0. exactly. They're they're different team out. Um, ACC game of the week: Cal minus six and a half at Stanford, fifty five and a half on total. The game. The Chip, game. come on, you're the ACC expert. Yeah, you're the ACC guy. Come on. Good call. All right. Stanford. Stanford. <laughs> Stanford. Plus Stanford. Plus points at home. Plus yeah. points at home. Come on, rivalry game. Band on the field. Game. Dog at home. This is the rivalry the ACC was built on. Fucking Palo Alto. Chip, how excited are you to see your beloved North Carolina Tar Heels playing at, at in Palo Alto one day? <laughs> we'll 1500, see. 1,500 people in the stands. <laughs> I mean, dozens in attendance. Yeah, I, like outside of the the flight, the the overall experience of playing against a you know power conference opponent that's not investing heavily in its football program is very near and dear to the hearts of the ACC. That's like <laughs> that's like half the conference. Good point. <laughs> that's fair, man. That's I mean, good. yeah, the travel is going to be an impact, but yeah, otherwise, yeah, we've. We're, we're definitely very comfortable playing at a place that treats its football like a club sport. Uh, Kansas State's laying nine and a half in uh, Lawrence. Jeez. Can't, 
Kansas State team total over 33 and a half. Sure. Lots of ways to get home. I like that play a lot. Either a close shootout or a blowout win. There's going to be no in between. Yep. Sure. Uh, Boise minus three at Utah State. 64 and a half is the total. Aggies. Yuck. 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 Nope. 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 playing, which is good for Boise, that is but good. they did just fire their coach. <laughs> Oh, look, do you guys think the timing on that means like they've already got the replacement? And is that replacement Brian so. Harson? I hope it's Brian Harson. <laughs> that will be awkward. Bring him home. Uh, Washington plus two at Oregon State. Yep. Under and a half on the total. Under. Under. Wow, it's down to sixty-two and a half. Hell like yeah, the- I got that CLV. I've already won. <laughs> Gonna go cash that out right now for my seventy-five cents. I'll probably get. Yeah, boy. Fuck yeah, winners. Uh, okay, under. Also, like Washington. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I do think the spread is accurate, though. Sure. I just think Washington. Yeah, Washington. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I, I, I took their money line on, on, on the cover three locks pod because it's like this is a coin flip. So if I can get plus money on a coin flip, give it to me. For sure. Uh, Florida plus 11 and a half at Mizzou, 57 and a half on total. My lock of the week over 57 and a half. Is that going to be the Twitter tip on Saturday? Uh, very likely, yeah. All right. Don't Kentucky plus one and a half at South Carolina, 53 and a half on total. Woof. That's correct, sir. Jesus. I guess Kentucky. they have to play this game. Uh, Boy, Kentucky. Hey, you made it to basketball season, Big Blue. South Carolina, you made it to women's basketball season. You sure did. You sure did. Dawn's got the girls playing. Mm-hmm. Um, they look really fucking good. They have like a point guard who does like some insane shit. Yeah, I saw and one clip. She fucking, she's got some, she's like fucking pistol Pete out there. Yeah, it's fucking, she, it's fucking she gross. She's doing Harlem Globetrotter shit. Dude, she does some like, like, bo- she does so many little behind the backs and shit. Yes. It's fucking mad. She had one, she's, I think it was today or yesterday, where she like faked the behind the back that she goes to <laughs> and like, some poor girl just like jumped up in the air. She just like laid it up around her. It was fucking nasty. She's an and one mixtape. She's sick, dude. <laughs> uh, I don't know. South. I take South Carolina's women's team against Kentucky this year. So, <laughs> Gamecocks. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. South Carolina. Oh, Big. Fuck. No, no. Big. Pass. Gamecocks by a billion. <laughs> Gamecocks by a million. Uh, Nebraska plus four and a half at Wisconsin. 36 and a half is your total. Man, vibes are low in Madison mm-hmm. right now. Buddy, it is bleak. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know how healthy Wisconsin is. So, under 36 and a half. Come on. But Nebraska just, god damn 17, every, 17, 13. They've got so many quarterbacks and anyway, they all just love dropping the football. They sure do. It's sick when they just start rotating them. And they just take turns. <laughs> Who gets to fumble next? Putting the football on the ground. Like they are. Here's, a, you know, I have I do team whoopsie daisy rate too, right? 
And yeah. you'll be shocked to learn Nebraska has the highest whoopsie-daisy rate in the nation. But I can't remember the exact numbers, but it's like by 1.4% over the next worst <laughs> team. Like, right. just, like, they got rid of Sims because he fumbled it too much and replaced him with a guy who somehow fumbles Harvard. the ball more often than Jeff Sims. FIU plus 29 and a half. I mean, hold on, Robbie. I, I I mentioned this on the Cover Three podcast, so I apologize. But Robbie, did you realize that that Nebraska Wisconsin game is going to be put on national broadcast television? Oh, is that the NBC game? You got it. Oh, taste of the town. <laughs> Let's fucking go under. I'll be watching that. That will be my game. There's a lot of taste of the town opportunities in Madison. There's some cheese curds. Mm-hmm. Todd's yes. gonna have some indigestion. For sure. It's a very nice 100%. place. Um, yeah, I think that the two TVs will be Nebraska, Wisconsin, and maybe Florida, Missouri. I don't know. I mean, that means we're going to have a 30-minute pregame show. We're going to have a 30-minute pregame show between Notre Dame, uh, Wake Forest, <laughs> leading into Nebraska, Wisconsin. Seven people on the desk talking Maria, about Maria, Nebraska, Maria Taylor just trying to fill time. <laughs> Godspeed. All right, guys, let's get into the matchup. <laughs> Honestly, if I'm Maria, maybe this is the weekend I start my paternity leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. FIU plus 29 and a half in Fayetteville. 49 and a half is the total. Panthers. Panthers. <laughs> I mean, Sam's out there this week, and I brought this up too. Like He's talking about how Arkansas just can't compete NIL-wise with the rest of the SEC. Uh, this man is already setting up the excuses. Yeah. It's not good. Oh, good. It's not good. Uh, Texas minus seven and a half in Ames, 46. Under. Ooh, 46? 46. Yeah. That's, that's down. That's down, yeah. Where was it? 47 and a half. Oh, 46. Cover three, I, moving lines again. I I like Texas, man. I know I shouldn't, but I just do. <laughs> Who's playing quarterback? Quinn. 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 Yeah. I just don't know if Iowa State will be able to score on this team. Mm-hmm. And I also, again, like Iowa State's defense, it's only played a couple decent passing offenses, and it got ripped apart pretty good by them. Yeah, Oklahoma so, State. Did mean things to them. So did Oklahoma. So yeah, I'm just gonna stay away. They're gonna need Quinn to be bad Quinn, mm-hmm. which sure. is a hundred percent possible because in that is the, a very loud, hostile place. That is in the cards. But, Since yeah. the Red River loss, they've played four games, and with the exception of kicking the shit out of BYU, everything else has been a one-score game. Yeah. People of Ames love two things, checking the acidity of the soil and football. Mm-hmm. 100%. Uh, Georgia State's catching 31 and a half in Baton Rouge. 73 and a half is your total. Georgia State. Come on. Fucking 31 point lead. Let's go. Jaden's got a Heisman to win. I know. I know. I know. We're in danger. We're in the danger zone. I think. But hey, Darren Granger's got some uh, points to put up too. Just saying, like, Jaden became the first dude to go for, what, like, 300 and 250 last? Yeah, 350, 200. This week, he's going to be the first dude to go for 3-3. Yeah, man. Uh, But I have to have my pick. But you know what? 62 to 38 is a winner. You, uh, he or she. 
He is a winner. 6231's a winner. Mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> Come on. I would I would bet Georgia State not scoring 31. That's what I Well, no, 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 no. Because if you create more possessions to get Jaden the stats, that also means you're trotting out LSU's defense. Yeah, I, I I know, but I would still bet Georgia State under 31 if you two are offering it to me. I am not offering it to you. I'm just saying in Chip's example. Like 50 to 77 to 3. When the 2019, there was 50 a 20, to 19. Let me see if I can pull this up. There was a 2019 LSU game where they were just not being stopped at all. And they still ended up giving up like 28 points in the game just because they created more possessions and their defense at the time was not all. Oh, at Vandy, 66 to 38. That was the kind of game I was imagining. Hell yeah, Panthers. So you're, you so you're comparing Vandy. Vandy to Georgia State? That's disrespectful to my Panthers. Okay. Some of us go to bowl games. Wow. Chip uh, and I have friends on all these staffs. You can't be saying stuff like that. I Me and Dan Lanning are best friends now. I don't know if you heard. Syracuse plus six and a half at uh, Bobby Dodd. 53 and a half night game at Bobby Dodd is one of my favorite things. Uh, just a gorgeous setting for what I can only assume would be 2000 people. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know, Tom, do you have a play here? I don't want to, I like, I really don't want to be is invested for in this football game for both teams. Yeah. I would go tech at home. Both teams got to have it. Cause tech's got Georgia and that's not happening. But what if it did? Oh, he's got to have it. Dude, that would be so good. If Georgia Tech was the one that beat Georgia? Yeah. Won't happen, but it, it would be funny. All-time well, fumble the bag situation. But what's fu- like if Georgia lost that game and then went on to beat Alabama in the SEC title game the next week, they'd still get in. No, 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 no but the, it would be you lose the two SEC team opportunity. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I, it's, I would, yeah. But to it's me, it'd just be funnier. I don't care about that. I just think it would be hilarious for Georgia to lose to Georgia Tech. But I'm saying it if, if Georgia, as long as Georgia gets to Atlanta 12-0, and it's probably in the playoff. Oh, yeah. for sure. It's 100% in the playoff. Yeah, win or lose. Mm-hmm. So losing to it's, Georgia Tech would be funny because then it creates stakes for the SEC title game. Sure. Um, I don't. Six and a half. Other than the wow. conference championship chip. There you go. See, you got that CFP brain. Oh, I, that is that is a great example of CFP brain rot. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Thank you for calling me out. I appreciate yep. you. See, you've, they got to you, boy. They Hell yeah, they did. I've had to stay up on Tuesday nights. Invest in my... Washington, Washington Rankins. <laughs> I can't wait until we're pretending like getting the 10th seed in the playoff is more important than winning your conference. That's going to be so fucking cool. My Honestly, my hope is that um, my hope is that with the expansion of the college football playoff, the coverage of the playoff rankings becomes a little bit more like, I don't know, the release of the AP poll. Like they're going to come out. We're going to make a big thing of it, but it's not going to be as theatrical. Oh, yeah. But the coverage incorrect. of the sport will all be centered around it. Like every single game on ESPN will have an in the hunt graphic. Yeah. I, can't wait. I can't wait for like, Seven and three Notre Dame in the hunt. 
That's what I'm saying. You're going to be watching like a seven and three LSU versus a seven and three Tennessee. And it's going to be like, oh, this is huge for an at large. Hell yeah. I'm fine with that. I'm not. I'm fine with that. It's whatever. It's not a sport that rewards excellence anymore. Just, I mean, yeah, whatever. Everything's a TV show now for this fucking sport. That is true. Says is two true. people on TV shows talking mm-hmm. about the sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, New Mexico plus 23 and a half at Fresno, 56 and a half on Dill. Fresno kind of limp into the finish line. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to, I'm not betting this. I don't want to trust New Mexico. That's more just a commentary. Just yes. Fresno kind of limping to the finish line. I'm feeling. UNLV beats that broken down plane this weekend. I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, San Diego State plus 14 and a half at San Jose State. 48 and a half on the total. San Jose State. I don't know. They got, they're going to rally around Brady. He's retiring. This is a win one for the Gipper game. Spartans by 20. <laughs> <laughs> they've been good. I know they just kind of flipped a switch. Yeah, and they, okay. all of a sudden it's like, oh, they're really good now. They haven't. They they have won every game by at least twenty one. Yeah, like if in the if last you, four weeks, if you were to restart the season right now, I mean, they're shit. They're in the running still to win the Mountain West. They can get to the title game, but it's just it's like they would have to be a team that you would be like, this is a favorite in the Mountain West. Yeah. I mean, they they beat the shit out of Fresno. Yeah, they did. I had Fresno. Didn't go well. It's yeah, like obviously, when they lose to USC and Oregon State, you're like, yeah, okay, sure, fine, that's supposed to happen. But then when they like lose to Toledo, yeah, and then they get beat up by Air Force, and it's just it's like, wow, San Jose State really kind of just sucks this year. And then ever since then, bang, 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 bang. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's what they do. Spartans by twenty. Boy, I, I, I love laying more than 14 at 10.30 p.m. Brent, trouble. they don't call him back half Brent Brennan for nothing. Going to be in trouble when they go to Vegas next week, though. Tom's ribs. Um, all right. I like the I like the card this week, fellas. That's no, not true. <laughs> This thing's fucking hideous. This thing's gross, but it's gross every week. And guess what we do? Push that money around. Shuffle the cards, baby. This is far and away my smallest card on the lock spot of the season. Like I'm like at like nine, 10, 11 picks every week. I think I was at what? Eight this week. And I've got like a bunch of money line sprinkles just because it's like, whatever. I'm just going to bet on upsets. We'll see. But I will go from actual plays, probably from my normal 25 a week, to maybe about 13. Uh, Pop, Papa's got 30 on the card. So. <laughs> just, there's just nothing out there that I like that much. Yeah, but, you know, here we are. Yeah, I, I'm, uh, Robbie, I'm, I'm, I'm staring at 30 plays right now. But, it's, but it's feast week, so. <laughs> feast week, so 30 plays. Like, I, what the fuck am I supposed to do? They're gross. <laughs> I have a... You, you, it starts with, I have a 2 p.m. like CUSA money line, Sunbelt and CUSA money line parlay. I have, uh, I have 
fucking Arizona State and New Mexico State plus 24 and a half. Let's go. <laughs> I got FIU. I got uh, Georgia State's a mistake, but I have to do it. Yeah, man. A bunch of unders. Uh, Pirates principal against the Navy. Yeah. I, th- I think what you're doing, like the it, it's not about the plays that you like. It's about the plays that you feel uh, an obligation or a sense of duty to listen, to stand listen, up and, are, and do. That's, that's it. That's it. We are doing our our duty. Uh, I can't come out here with a ten games. Here's the other thing. I'm terrible at picking like which games are actually good bets because usually the ones I feel the worst about are the ones that hit. Where like I just feel like I have to do it. So like if I picked my favorite ten out of this, they would probably go like three and seven. So I just I just have to spray the board at all times. It's not the plays we make, but the principles we discover along the way. God, I mean that's it, man. Come on, he's preaching principles. Um, all right, fellas. Looks like North Texas is going to be leading LSU at halftime. Love to see our mean green on their path to trying to cover two and a half. The latest on Michigan. We got. Oh, Uncle the T. Booster, the booster who funded Connor Stallion's scouting operation is named Uncle T. It's me. I'm oh Uncle my T. God, yes. <laughs> I love. Here's the, the best part about this is like. This would be such a such a less interesting scandal if it wasn't like Connor Stallions and Uncle T. Oh. Like if this was just some dudes, like if it was, I don't know, like a guy named like Jeff Smith. I feel like we would have just been like, eh. Well, I'll tell you what, Jeff Smith is a follow the rules ass guy. He's not thinking. Connor, Connor Stallions is a wild. Guy. Yeah, Connor Stallions. Wild Stallions. Yeah, so apparently Partridge got fired for trying to cover up evidence. And I remember the AP did a FOIA, found that no expense reports had been turned in from Connor Stallions. So now they've found, they've followed the money. They followed the money and found that Uncle T, a.k.a. Tom Fernelli, was <laughs> giving Connor the, the walk around money uh, to be able to get it all done. Oh my God. Uncle T. All right. Well, for Uncle T and for Chip Patterson. <laughs> what if it's uh, Tom Brady? Listen, he had he <laughs> was might trying be. To, what here's the thing. Here's the thing. Remember, Tom has some ho- money burning a hole in his pocket. Um, what if this is how he's embezzling the crypto stuff? Yeah. To keep it off the tax forms. I'm just saying, he also was trying to buy a stake in the Raiders, and that didn't go through, so he has just a bunch of money lying around. He liquidated some assets. Why not Why not fund some scouting missions? He's just trying to be a good Michigan man. He's a Michigan man through and through. But he spent enough time in Tampa Bay that he likes to commit crimes. <laughs> Financial crimes. That's the, that's the, that's the overlap there. I mean, financial crimes are the funnest to commit because nobody gets hurt. Well, 
in this case, nobody that matters. (laughs) Christ. Oh, all right. Uh, To everybody that stuck around, thank you for listening. Uh, Enjoy your weekend. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Let those winners go.